The following podcast details the curious circumstances surrounding the disappearance of four persons on Cape Cod during the summer and fall of 2012. You're listening to Last Known Communication. Welcome to Last Known Communication, the podcast where we explore the mysterious disappearances that occurred on Cape Cod in the summer of 2012. I am Toby Riley, and I am here with my co-hosts. I am Matt Gisby. And I'm Peregrine. Today we're going to be outlining the first disappearance in the chronological timeline, the disappearance of Alicia Cecil, who vanished on June 22nd of 2012. Did she have hopes and dreams that she never got to accomplish because she appeared? Probably. She was like 22. 22 appeared on the 22nd day of June. That's pretty cool. What What was Alicia's favorite color? What was her favorite number? What... What was her favorite kind of dog breed? This is not public information. Was she even a dog person? Oh, maybe she she liked gerbils. I don't know. I was thinking of you know like the the basic like are you a dog or a cat person? I wasn't considering the prospect of gerbil people. Oh, that's 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 a term. Which is a terrible phrase. I don't know. I know people who don't like cats or dogs and prefer smaller animals. Like lizards? Have you ever met like a snake person? Snake people are either scary or really cool. There's no in between. My mom was a snake dude once. A reptilian clone? Like one of those like politician scandals? No. A, a man who owned a snake. Oh. Well, then he's not really a snake man. He's just a man with a snake. By the definition of, if you're, if you like dogs, you're a dog person. Doesn't mean you're a dog boy. We've been talking about dog boys on my true crime podcast. There are so uh, many mysteries that we're adding on to the mystery that we're supposed to be talking about. Yes. Alicia worked at the village coffee shop in summers, and it was you know, the summer, because it's busy being June. June 22nd was the last day she was seen alive. She was clocking out of work at about 9.47 p.m. is the time on her card. And she said goodbye to her co-worker, Levi Crescent, on her way out the door, which therefore makes him the last person to see her alive. He didn't have very much information when he was questioned, as far as I know, unless you know. That must suck. Like, did Alicia go off to college or anything and was just back for the summer? Because that, that would suck. Yeah, she was just back for the summer before she was like, you know, getting ready to go live her independent life of independence. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying that she died. Um, I won't assume. However, if this had happened on a college campus, everyone could have passed. True. Maybe next time she should disappear at four seasons. This is the most awful thing I've ever said, and now it is wrapped <laughs> in audio form. <laughs> Anyways, it is notable that Alicia clocked out of work later than she usually did. She usually got out closer to nine, but whatever, there was something that I guess kept her at work later, because I guess, I, I don't know, I don't, I've never looked at a coffee shop, maybe closing takes a really long time, but clearly she didn't clock out to like 9.47, so that's like almost a full hour after she's supposed to be getting out of work. And it was probably closer to 9.50 when she officially left to start her walk home. She walked home to her house, which she shared with a housemate, um, Claire Winchester, and they, I think they both went to the same school, but they would come back to the Cape for the summer. Besties. I don't know why of all the places to go for the summer, they chose the Cape. Uh, I think Alicia's from there, but Claire is not. Like, girl, go somewhere else, please. (laughs) 
Yeah. Anywhere. You're just surrounded by tourists for the whole summer. Even I guess it used to be more common, like, college students who weren't from the Cape would come back to the Cape to work for the summer. Like, oh my god, my mother was just talking to me about it the other day. And when she worked summers in, you know, like, the 90s when she was in college, she, like, worked with people who were from Ohio, but they would come to Cape Cod for the summer to work. And, like, it's, like, it's the payback. I know now minimum wage here is higher than it is in Ohio, but... So I, maybe that has nothing to do with it. But I guess so it's not like crazy weird. Maybe it's a little bit weirder in 2012 than it would have been in 1992. But you know, it usually took Alicia half an hour to get home on foot because she walks. At 10.37 p.m., Alicia calls her roommate and friend who she lives with, you know, because they're housemates, um, Claire Winchester, who doesn't pick up the phone. She must have been sleeping or, you know, just, you know, just couldn't get there in time. It is documented that at 10.39, Alicia sees a light in the woods. That's scary. It's roughly 10.39, give or take. Yeah. Utilizing audio. Mm -hmm. Now, this light could have been like a porch light. It could have been like a, like, I don't know, like a floodlight. It could have been like mundane. What drew her in? Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I've been in the woods of Cape Cod numerous times, a lot, for any variety of reasons, not to go missing. But for the most part, like, you're able to see house lights or even car lights. Like, depending on how close you are to the place where you park, you're able to see other headlights when you're coming in there. The woods aren't very thick compared to other woods that I've been in, and so it's not an unreasonable thing. It just depends on where she was which is what is getting me. Maybe she just wanted to, maybe she just wanted to see the Cape Cod bear. What? The Cape Cod bear, don't you know? <laughs> I'm uh, from Minnesota. <laughs> Apparently. When was the Cape Cod bear? Doesn't... Around this time? Let me look it up. Hold on. Cape Cod bear. Wildly popular black bear ends his Cape Cod vacation. Guess. 2013. I want to say I was in, I want to say 2007. 2007? No, 2016. 2016. That was like five years ago, dude. That was the clowns. Do you think a clown took Alicia? Yeah, the clowns came out a few years early. Yeah, they time traveled. Time traveling clowns. <laughs> That's what took Alicia. Clearly. It's been right. I know. How could the, how could the investigators not see it? It's been there the whole time. Yeah. There's so much evidence for it, too. Do you guys remember when the circus came to Cape Cod? No. Which one? There was a circus. Don't. Like the animal circus? No, there was a full-on circus that came to Cape Cod. I mean, like, like circus circus, which doesn't have animals, or like one with like an elephant? Well, circus with like ponies and like clowns and okay. like gymnasts, but like there was a whole circus. Did they go to like the Melody Tent? I have no idea. I, I was so young when I went to the circus. Uh, I Kids Bop came to Hyannis. Kids Bop? Yeah, well, like Kids Bop performed in the Melody Tent once. Oh, so many people at the Melody Tent. I've never been. My first concert was at the Melody Tent, and I saw Miranda Cosgrove. I saw some old people band at the Melody Tent, and by saw, I mean I stayed there for two minutes, and then I left and played cornhole outside. Anyways, Cape Cod Bear. I will tell you when this happened. Not 2007. Closer to 2013. Post is about the end of the Black Bear's Cape Cod vacation. 
June 14th, 2012. So a solid eight days before the vanishing of the mysterious college student. Wow. Three-year-old bear between 180 and 200 pounds. So like a grown man. He was captured in Wellfleet. They're not aggressive, but they don't like human presence. Black bears just run away from everything. They're like little tiny babies. <laughs> we can definitively rule out the possibility quote, unquote, air quotes, finger quotes, that Alicia Cecil was taken by the Cape Cod bear. Alicia Cecil was not mauled by the Cape Cod bear. I mean, there was no mauled corpse found in the woods, so. Yeah, do we have anything about a corpse whatsoever? No, her body was never found. Oh, she just straight up disappeared. She just vanished. Even, like, when they when they found her phone, which was a few days after she disappeared, uh, they, you know, just found it in the woods because they were combing the woods because of the voicemail which we haven't listened to yet um they didn't even they didn't even like find any of like the oh my shirt got caught on this branch and it ripped off a little bit like there was no like traces and the ground isn't really like prime for leaving footprints kind of thing so there's obviously none of that either it was just like oh here's an abandoned phone okay so that's interesting after a couple minutes of this voicemail going on, it lasts for a lot longer than necessary, considering most of this is basically just woodland ASMR. At 10.41, so this is another two-minute interval from when Alicia sees the light in the woods, she disappears from the range of her phone, and then three minutes later, 10.44, the phone dies and the voicemail is forced to end. So there is an abrupt end to the voicemail that was left. And then the next day, yes, the next day, June 23rd, Claire reports Alicia as missing. Don't know why it took that long. I think um, with adults, you have to wait 24 hours to report them as missing. Yeah, because it's like all that stuff where it's like, oh, they could have just gone somewhere and not told anyone. And then that leads to a lot of frustrating complications in certain cases. But it's just not like, oh, my eight-year-old was missing for five hours. It's like, yeah, my like 22-year-old friend didn't come home. I woke up to a very empty house. Where did she go? This is in the Cape Cod Bear story. I'm sorry to circle around to the woods again, but when I was like, I must have been like three or four, probably four, because we moved into the house that I'm in now. I saw my dog going into the woods behind my house, and the woods are like marshy, not marshy. They just have like still waterways. It's pretty cool out there, but my dog was going into the woods, and I was like, oh, the most brilliant thing to do right now is to chase this dog. And so I go into the woods and then my mom's just standing out there with my baby sister who is maybe one year old on her hip. And she's like, ah! And I'm like, I can't get back. Even though there was a clear root path. That's my story. Amazing story. Thank you. When did they, when did they find the phone? Because obviously we have the voicemail. They found the phone on the, the 25th, which was like three days after she disappeared. But obviously when Claire like woke up the next morning and Alicia's gone, she did have a voicemail on her phone because it still like, that's how voicemails work, right? It came through on her phone. She just, obviously she wasn't there to pick it up. So she listened to it herself, was like, oh boy, that sounds like evidence. Not clearly not exactly that because she was, you know, probably busy panicking, but she showed that to the police as well. And I mean, they had the voicemail like the day after her disappearance. It's interesting because according to the timeline, they found the phone what, three days after she went missing. That's a pretty long time for a search to be going on, like, especially on Cape Cod, because they usually bring in, like, the helicopters. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I've seen that a couple times. Well, other than this, but people get lost in the Cape Cod woods. I have never seen it for the woods on Cape Cod. However, I live right down the street from Bass River, and so I've seen 
a couple of times, like a bunch of helicopter lights, like very strong lights, so you can see into the water, which in Bass River is murky because of all the boats. And so they use that and they'll, they'll send teams down. So I've seen that. I don't know if they use it for the woods, but I know they use it for the water. And I know they have the ability to bring that equipment in. Don't know if they decide to bring that out for this. Don't have access to police records, unfortunately. Do, do we have the voicemail with us? We do have the voicemail. Sam's the last three minutes because they're not important, but we have the voicemail. So the voicemail goes on for quite a bit of time simply because, well, I'll play the voicemail and then I can explain it. Hey Claire, um, I, I wish you picked up the phone, but um, obviously that wasn't gonna happen um look i had to stay late for work um my co-worker had to leave early so i had to basically pack up and close shop uh by myself so i'm just flat out tired but um i was walking home and now i i i guess i just took a random turn and now I have no idea where I am. Um, oh, God, hang on. Hello? Anyone? Ugh. There's no one around. Um, if there's some way you could just, like, track my phone or hell, even get GPS, just, or get a taxi here even um i don't know how you get that i'm just surrounded by woods it's all dark you couldn't even see me here claire i just please when you get this pick up the phone immediately i need your help um hang on what is that what the Hey, um, I'm, I'm just gonna inspect something, um, hang on. Um, it looks like some kind of lights, maybe, maybe a parked car? Maybe someone's there to help me, um, hello? Um, What the hell is that? Oh my god. Hey, Claire? I think I'm actually gonna be alright. The, the light is so dreamy and soft and warm. Hey, Claire, um, forget what I said. I, I think I'm gonna be alright, actually. But, um, you have a good night. I'll see you later. 
Yeah, you can say that again. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack there. I'd like to start off by saying at least we have an answer to why she stayed late at work. She had to close up, I think she said. So that is useful information. However, significant turn of emotion. Also, can I just remark, she said like, is that a car in the woods? Cars in the Cape Cod woods? She was walking home from work in Dennis. So the closest one to Dennis that I can think of that might have room for a car, probably Crow's Pasture, but that's on like the way further end of Dennis. So I don't know if that's where we're looking. And then I know that there's somewhere behind the old post office in Yarmouth that has trails wide enough for a car, but obviously we're not in Yarmouth, so that isn't applicable here. There are woods behind my house, and in those woods, there are trails. Now, those trails are like footpaths. They are not wide enough, and there's no entrance to, like, fit a car into those woods. So there is no way a car could get into those woods if that was the part of the woods that she was looking in. It's just something, it's so strange strange that, you know, she was obviously upset by being lost in the woods at night. And then, you know, suddenly she turns. It's going to be okay, Claire. It's all right. You don't need to be worried about me. And then she drops the phone. That's, yeah, that's a little fishy. That's a little suspicious. Like, it seems like we've come to the conclusion that it's not a car, unless, you know, somehow you managed to not dent up your car on every three. Yes. Okay. So we've ruled out car. Not car. Not the Cape Cod Bear. Not the Cape Cod Bear. Not the car. I'm going to have to rule out one of those, like, helicopter lights, simply because we would have other, like, information based on that. And, like, that would have been a thing. It would have been, like, oh, there was a helicopter around that night but like nothing's been said about a helicopter being around that night and I don't think helicopters are very secretive no they're kind of loud I also want to rule out house and porch lights because with how distraught she was she seems like she couldn't see anything and I think she even says that in her um, voicemail but I think now if we really want to get in the supernatural it might be if you're about to say aliens if I hear the word aliens drop from your mouth within the next 30 seconds I am going to shut off all of my audio it will seem like I disappeared and then you will have to come on the podcast later and say no Peregrine did not disappear they just turned off my Forever. Episode 2 is not from 2012, it's from 2021, and it's about Paragon. Yes. I'm sorry. Was it aliens? <laughs> Were you about to say aliens? Please be honest. No, I was I was going to say extraterrestrial. Ah, no, stop putting words in my mouth. I was going to say, maybe, quite even possibly, it could be, I think I could relate it to a magic trick. The middle of the woods. I'm not saying that there's a magician in the woods. I'm the spooky magician of Dennis. I'm going to get you. Stop putting words in my mouth. What, what were you going to say? What is your theory? If we are talking about supernatural things, what if it was something influencing her to see something? Nothing's there, but it's her seeing this, and she's the only one that can see it. That screwed up thing where it's like, oh, there's a person in the corner of my room, but there's literally nothing there, and your eyes just suck. Those are shadow people. Yeah, which I know that's totally different than seeing a light in the woods, but it's just like, ah, oh, my eyes are playing tricks on me. I don't know how my brain can conjure a light. So what you're saying is supernatural hallucinogenics. Yes, there was nothing there physically in that wood with her, but she saw something. You can just say drugs. I'm not accusing this lady of taking drugs. I'm hinting at, like, genuine supernatural things. A supernatural magician entered her mind and was like, you will be seeing light! And then you're gonna get all weird and dreamy and you're gonna disappear and never be found even nine years later. And for the record, the official police report on this case, it's a cold case. They didn't come up with anything. There's not like a, oh, they decided that she ran away, which they do a lot. Was there anything in her life that would have influenced her to like yes a like magician this. nothing 
official. There's no like the what what is it in other things where it's like, oh, they found this weird note or something that said that she was thinking about moving to New York. It's like ah. Yeah, there was no motive. Yeah, there's no like there's nothing that they could find other than just like, oh, she's young and maybe she wanted to like leave home. But it's one of those things where she wasn't even really it's not like she still lived with her parents or something. She lived around the same area that she did grow up in, but she had her own house with a friend. So it's not like a I need to find my own life. It's like she kind of already had it and it was more of just a matter of time before it would become more of a thing like after the summer this was just an unfortunate accident unless you know someone intentionally shone a bright light in her face and then stole her away yeah no na in the area whatsoever and they didn't find anything other than her phone. i'm gonna rule out someone taking her there is little to no way that you could take like remnants of dna obviously something will like flick off like a piece of hair or something when you're trying to pick up this what she's like 22 yeah about so like it's not gonna be there would be yeah like you said like something like a struggle even if she seemed very willing to whatever the heck the light was all like ooh, it's so dreamy like there probably would have been at least a little bit of something or even just like other people around the woods because like you guys are saying it's not like some super big woods that are so easy to get lost in it's kind of almost like an anomaly that she even got lost in the first place but there's no people like oh i heard someone screaming in the woods that night there's like virtually nothing and there's not really any like reports of an abnormally bright light or anything because i mean i guess she in part of a delusion mind she mistook it for a car so maybe if someone like saw it out their back window they might have thought it was a car or something it's not like the like the phoenix lights thing where everyone's like oh my god they were in a line in the sky it's just like ah nobody knows oh that they came out with the movie for that yes i saw it we both saw it together we went and saw it Toby, I am so thankful that you introduced this case to us, whether it be surprise party magicians in the woods. I'm not, I'm not ruling anything. I don't have any, like, I can't, like, I can't look at this case and do that end thing where I'm like, I think it was this because I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm assuming there's similar cases. There are other cases. Next episode, we'll be looking at Clive Augustine, who also disappeared under mysterious circumstances around the same time. I think it was in early July. So when we visit him, this case will probably come up again. Visit him personally. Yeah, we're going to go visit his grave that doesn't exist. He's missing. He's missing. Well, um, I will be delighted to meet up with you guys again and talk about Mr. Augustine. I'm so excited that hopefully we can connect the Cape Cod bear to him as well. <laughs> yeah, it's always the Cape Cod bear. Or ghost veil. No ghosts. It's not ghosts. It's aliens. It's totally. I changed my mind. I redact my, my previous statement. It's totally aliens. The end. Oh my gosh. These guys. Well, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you for having me on. I'm Mac Gigsby. I'm Peregrine. And I'm Toby. And this has been Last Known Communication. We will see you all again soon. You've been listening to Last Known Communication, a production of DY Media One and the Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School Broadcast Technology class. This podcast is created by writer and producer Toby Riley. Voice credit goes to Eleanor Sears, Avery Boltz, and Toby Riley. Last Known Communication is a work of fiction and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any similarity to persons living, dead, or missing is purely coincidental, so do not investigate them on your own. You may not like what you find.